When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. James Magnuson starts to go now. He's going to turn it on like he never has before. Magnuson the Magnificent. He's become the first Australian to win this coveted title. Oh, the torpedo has been superseded by the missile. This update is brought to you by World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. I've never seen a guy rock a tracksuit better than this oh, guy. Oh, you've told me this. He rocks a tracksuit. Yeah, and He you, forced you, me to go and buy tracksuits. Can I tell you, and you didn't when you rocked up the oh, next no, week. Because I'm <laughs> six foot, not six foot five. Six foot, you're not six foot. This man, he is an absolute legend in the pool. Um, on the back of the world champs at the moment, where Australia is dominating. Four golds at the Com Games, world champion multiple times, and silver in the Olympics. And that man is James Missile Magnuson, who's joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Missile? I'm good, Legends. How are you guys? Really good, really good. Well, first and foremost, before we start talking about when you're swimming and, and, the, and the training that went through that, both in and out of the pool and what you're doing post-career now, what have you made of the Aussies in the pool? It's been a, we've just been destroying everyone. Yeah, so it's, it's funny. This team doesn't quite get the accolades that some teams in the past have. They don't have the massive names like your Ian Thorpes or Grant Hackett's, but we have this new generation of swimmers, Ariane Titmus, Kaylee McEwen, Emma McKeon. They're actually more well-credentialed than our top swim teams with those past names that I mentioned. This is pretty much our most talented, most successful swim team that we've had in history. Uh, and we're just towering everyone up. We've got gold in the 400 free, Ariane Titmus world record. The women broke the world record in the 4x100 free. And the boys have got a couple of golds in there as well. So it's, it's pretty incredible mm. where we're placed at the moment in world swimming. And the fact that a lot of people don't even know some of these names. Yeah, mate. But the, oh, it could have been more. Kaylee McKeon getting disqualified. disqualified. Semi, yeah. It just seemed ludicrous. I mean, for three people to get disqualified in, in a race, is that that's not normal, is it? No, nah, it's not normal. So if I could compare it to rugby league terms, I'd say the officials at this World Champs have said they're going to have a bit of a crackdown on some specific things. The individual medley, you've got the turns where you go from one stroke to the other. They've decided to put a um, magnifying glass on that and come up with a couple of disqualifications. But like fair dinkum, Kayla McEwen's an yeah. Olympic champion. She's not. <laughs> she's not. She's not stuffing up or doing the wrong thing. So. Mm. It's a, it's a bit of a G up, to be honest. Yeah, so obviously, mate, the, the, these athletes are super fit. Like they spend a lot of time in the pool. But I wanted to ask you, what, what balance of in the pool and in the gym do, the, do, do you have when you're performing at this, the highest level? So it depends on what events you're doing. So I was like sprint events, so shorter, faster stuff. So we could sort of carry a little bit more size and be a bit more explosive. So um, I do sort of eight, two to three hour sessions in the pool a week. Um, so around 20 to 24 hours in the pool. Then three gym sessions um, focusing on, on strength work. And then usually a Pilates um, and a yoga um, during the week as well. So you sort of, it's, it's usually about 30 to 35 hours a week of training. Wow, that's insane. Now, mate. 
you're not performing at those levels anymore, but you got to have your body looking good for summer. What are you, are you still spending plenty of time in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, my main goal at the moment. So we're all doing this uh, this seventy hard uh, SEN. Yeah. My um my goal at the moment is I'm doing the city to surf. It's only three weeks away now, and my girlfriend is a really good runner. So I've set myself the goal of beating her in the city to surf. So I've been running three times a week at the moment. Um, Her best time, I think, was one hour and five minutes. So she's averaging about 440 pace per kilometer. Mm. So I've set myself a pretty big task because I'm certainly not hitting those times yet. No. (laughs) Well, lucky they got the... um you beaut treadmills you can get on in World Gym. Yeah. Beauty. <laughs> too cold to be running outside in Sydney. So, Miss Ol, in your, in your swimming days, when you're preparing for a world champ, so do you peak for world champs and then after world champs, would you then reassess to then peak for maybe the Olympics, which, which would be the next major event? Yeah. You, you Usually as a swimmer, you peak once or twice a year. So the, usually that falls on world champs, com games, Olympic games. And then you might go overseas and try and hold that peak off the back of it at World Champs. And they have like some really cool cash meets in Europe um, in some nice, like I've gone and done big cash meets in Monaco and uh, Kenne, where the rugby league team is, yeah. um, Italy, Rome, like some really cool places. So you stay over there for a bit, race, and then you can sort of enjoy yourself a bit because you're not on the Australian team. Um, but yeah, usually usually peak once a year, maybe twice if there's something on down here uh, in the southern hemisphere. Mate, when you mention cash meets, all our listeners are thinking how much cash because I, I know I am. <laughs> how much cash are you racing for in Monaco? Um, depending on the event, like it can be anywhere up to like twenty five k for a, a win in a race like that, and then you nice. sort of do a few races over the weekend in a few locations while you're overseas. So it can be pretty good money. Yeah, good yeah, one. Nice. Now, I always want to ask you, Miss Ol, when I, I see in the office in Sydney, why does a sprinter, a swimming sprinter, have to do so many Ks in know, the pool? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually, it's something that I struggled with my whole career because, like, pre-season, started at start of the season, I'd be doing up to... Oh, anywhere from 80 to 100 kilometers a week in the oh, pool. Mm. And my event lasts less than a minute. It makes no sense, really. And I think as <laughs> as sports science improves, and, and it all starts in, in the professional sport. So it starts, you know, in America, it starts with the NFL, the NBA, the, um, the, the baseball. Then it trickles down here to Australia to the NRL and the AFL. When they start talking about load management and all those sorts of terms with sports science, that takes its time then to filter down into swimming because there's just not the same money. There's not the same staff or resources in the sport. Like it's slowly trickling down and, you know, fortunately for me now in my retirement, I'm seeing it coming in a bit more in swimming where the sprinters are being uh, looked after a bit better. But so many of the guys that I swim with coming through because, you know, there's a big difference in physique between a hundred freestyler and maybe like a 1500 freestyle, mm. like it could be 20 kilos difference. Um, but we train, we train almost the same as, you know, long distance swimmers. It's, it's quite bizarre. And I think it's quite archaic to be honest. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, 80, I, I wouldn't run 80 kilometers a week, let alone swim it. 
That'd be kill ridiculous. Me. Um, mate, now I, I was a semi-finalist in Dancing with the Stars. You had to throw that in. Didn't it's you? not about me. Yeah, okay. but I just I just wanted to ask you. I just wanted to fellow semi. You, you made the semi-finals. Yeah, yeah, yep, mate. Well, well done. How did you find the whole experience? Did you did you find you you're out of shape when you when you got going, or did you feel like you, you had it all covered? The the fitness side of it was probably the only part I was comfortable with. I think um, you would know, Matt, like that first week, like the first day, you walk into the studio with, you know, generally a a really good-looking dance partner, and they say, oh, let's just, you know, let's see where we're starting off at. Just show me a couple of moves or whatever. It is mortifying. (laughs) There's a few things I've done in my life more embarrassing than that. But once you get the hang of it and you start, you kind of... uh, you get over the awkwardness of it and you stop taking yourself so seriously. It's actually super fun. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I would, I would definitely recommend it to to anybody that, that asked me about it. But um, the semi-final was good. Like super happy to get that far. Um, a couple of other great celebs on the show had a really fun time with them. Um, so all in all, a good experience. I don't, I still don't think I'm, I'm very musical or, uh, you know, I used to use music and art class when I was at school to kind of get a bit of shut eye after getting up at 4am for <laughs> swim training. So I never excelled in those areas, nor did I after Dancing for Stars, but um, no, nah, great experience. Oh, well done, mate. Well, I know how awkward it can be and um, yeah, it, it, you just got to let yourself go, don't you? You just got to go, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to embarrass so, Missile, myself. when and... you go back to your birthplace at Port Macquarie, the famous Port Macquarie RSL, are you, are you going to be able yeah, to bust a few moves? Floor. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, the people I was most worried about, so you know, I live in Bondi now here in Sydney and, you know, people are pretty accepting of, of dancing and that kind of thing, but they're a bit uh, they're a bit more old school up in Port Macquarie, so I reckon if I'm going to cop a ribbing from anyone, that first night out in Port Macquarie, I might, uh, might find myself in a bit of drama. <laughs> yeah, a nice. bit of pride of Erin. Mm. Uh, World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends, and this man is definitely one of those Former swimming superstar James Missile Magnuson, join us on Sports Day. Thanks very much, mate. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me.